Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh-huh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Yes, and also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner, so be sure to grab somebody and force them to listen to the show with you. There is no options in their lives. I thought that was the last year's thing. I thought we were doing a new thing this year. Changed my mind. What? So you're going to force people to listen to our show again? Yes. They only have to do it once. Every time? No, just once. Once? Yeah, this is mainly for new listeners. Oh... But how, wait, so the new listener is going to get a friend? Yes. That will also be a new listener? Yes. How would the new listener know? They have to pause the show? Like, I thought it was something that they already knew to do because they were already listening. I don't know. No, they just, look, (laughs) they're listening to the show, then they go make somebody listen. But then they're not a new listener. They were when they heard this. Yes. Okay, and then that's it. And then the next time they hear you say it to do that, they don't do it because they already, then they're not a new listener once they've accomplished it once. Yes. Okay. Once it's done once, they're good. Okay, okay. But for the whole memory thing, that's every episode or is that once? That happens every episode, I guess. Oh my gosh. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> I've been busy doing some Illuminati stuff. Man. You've been busy doing some Illuminati <laughs> stuff. I've been investigating bloodsuckers. Like, we were talking about um, vampires and werewolves. I had to go look for more that must be in this family of transforming creatures that don't really have a shape, but they, tr- you know, like, they transform and they drink blood. That's right. the two things ma- mainly that relates, or I'm hoping that relates to all these creatures together. So I was stalking them. Which stalking is more like I became friends with them and sacrificed some of our employees to get to know these guys. And I want to talk about them. The first friend I made, his name, I'm going to call him Leapapon because his name is in German and I don't know how to say it. It's like off hawker, but we'll call him Leapapon because that's what it means. And they call him that because he leaps upon people. Like, on their back, and they rips their throat out. This is a blood sucker? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Well, he bites into their throat to drink their blood. So, yeah. All right. So, my friend Leapy doesn't have an actual form, or at least he doesn't let us see it. All we know is that he can shapeshift into animals and humans. He likes to tear the throats out of people. He likes eating into people's necks. That's his favorite spot. For what? For blood for power i don't know so he's not eating the neck he's drinking the neck drinking the neck that's what i'm assuming they compare him to a vampire so i I assume that he's drinking blood from the vamp from the person yeah but he doesn't uh identify as a vampire no no he doesn't he can't be killed and sunlight and church bells scare him like they do vampires i don't know what why they have that in common but they do spells scare vampires yes in some stories i am unfamiliar with this yes and the sunlight you know about the sunlight yes yes well the the leaper leapy is also afraid of sunlight he likes to walk around abandoned roads in the dark of night of course and he likes to transform into dogs or saddle ladies I wonder if he looks like a werewolf, too. Like, is that dog um, abnormally big? The dog he turns into. Yeah. Is the dog humanoid should be the question. Humanoid. Is that like the werewolf? Yeah, Yeah. like a big two-legged, hand-having... Human eyes. Human eyes, wolf-cross-looking thing. With one leg missing because it's pretending to be a tail. Not while standing upright. That's when it's running. Yeah, yeah. When it's just standing upright, it's revealed itself. Yeah. It's crazy because whoever it's attacking on this lonely road can't see it. So how do they know? I mean, I guess some people have gotten away from it. As long as you run to a church, you'll be safe, I think. 
As long as you run to a church. Yeah, like you cross the line of whatever is the holy church place and the abandoned road or whatever you're traveling on. If it's chasing you down, I think it jumps on your back and it pulls you down, like gets heavier and heavier on your back. And if you make it, though, it can't cross. So you live. Do you have to be running from it? Or can you like if you're in a car, is it going to break into the car? Huh. Like what what extent are we looking at here? Yeah, I think you you have to be walking think he just gotta be walking this road alone so he's not like unbelievably fast where he could catch you in a car yeah i wonder if there's some motorcycle accidents because he jumped on he tried to jump on their back or whatever during that that'd be crazy like he'd need some accuracy for that maybe he has the speed of a dog how fast is that not faster than a bike not faster than like oh how a regular bike like a bicycle yeah I think uh, I think a bicycle could outrun a dog. Oh, okay. Then you're safe unless you're. You got to be like really going in though on the bicycle. Oh, what? We're talking like fast, fast, like speed bike type shit. Yeah, but you won't know that it's chasing you until it's on your back. So you, yeah, you wouldn't be so, driving like exuberantly quick. Yeah, so it'll get you, and then you're just gonna have this painful thing trying to suck the blood out of your neck until you cross to a church. Seems shitty. Yeah. In Belgium, there's a hellhound that also does kind of the same thing. So it could be a different form of this creature, but they give it a different name because it's in a different place. So it could still be Leapy hanging out over there, but they call him something else. So you're telling me he himself is going to these places. Yeah. And he turns into a hellhound who stalks the roads and does the same thing over there that he does in Germany, which is ripping out people's necks. That's his favorite like, thing. Like, what are the origins of this thing? I think vampires. You think it's just a vampire origin? So he's basically like a legit shapeshifter. Yeah. Or, like, I guess it's more to do with dead people than anything. Of what is happening with dead people. Are they really dead? Are dead people really dead? Yeah. I think that's the fear of just what if the dead pe- person isn't really dead? And then all these stories come out of that. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yes. Other people describe it as a zombie or a type of vampire or werewolf. We already talked about vampire, but for the zombie werewolf thing, I guess for werewolf because it could turn into the form of a werewolf, actually. So it does. I don't know. I Yes. But yeah, in Germany, it can also turn into a werewolf. In Germany, there's another being. It's I think it's the same creature is a type of this being. It's the name for... I think anyone, dead people, ghosts, zombies, all those things, they're called ones who walks again. Ones who walk again. Yes. That's how they refer to the zombies and the ghost stuff. And um, they usually come to, they believe the dead person returns to the world of the living, usually to cause problems and scare people. And for revenge, a lot of it's revenge stuff. So they're basically just like unfinished business type of ghosts. Yes, yes. And they also might think that the the what is the, the leaper dude is one of those things. So now the question here is they think it's a human who died. Yeah. And then becomes a sort of an uh, anomalous thing. Or this thing could take the form of that human who died. Interesting. Because it is a shapeshifter and they don't really know what it really looks like. Fallout vibes for days. Fallout vibes? Yeah, replacing people with synths that are identical. Oh, yes. So it could be that. Who knows? Interesting. So it replaces the person, essentially. Yeah. In parts of Germany, they also think that the dead people have telepathic powers in the grave. They gnaw on their own clothing, and that somehow drinks the lifeblood of people that they know, somehow. So it's a kind of vampire thing, but they're not really sucking blood or anything. I don't get why they're biting the clothing. Their own clothing? I don't know, because that's the only thing they could shoe on. <laughs> so they shoe on their own clothes while maybe thinking about that person, and then that person starts dying. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know how that happened, but yeah. Interesting, interesting. And they also think that these undead people can rise out of the grave and jump on the back of people, like the the leaper dude what is up with the back jumping 
There's know. not like other thing. They got one trick. That's it. There's nothing else. Well, they got bow sucking too. No, that does nothing. They just when they attack people, they always hop on their back. That's it. Yes, it's the one move. Yeah, it's the most like you never expect it, unless you do because you heard all these stories. <laughs> and then what? You're facing it. Well, it's disarmed. But how are you gonna face it? You'll always find your back. You can't walk backwards and then it'll you just happen, pop up on your back. You happen to turn around as it's about to leap, but it didn't yet. And then you see it there and it freezes and it's like, I've been caught. There's no way. How would you know? Unless it has like really loud footsteps, I guess. No, you by chance, you were walking away and you're like, I forgot my keys. And you turn around to go back inside and boom, it's right there. I think it could move quickly. I mean, it has werewolf. It could turn into a werewolf. It could run around you and then jump on your back. If it's a werewolf, you're hearing it. Yes. I don't know. Maybe it's able to predict where your back is facing. <laughs> it on- So what you're telling me is this creature only exists behind us. <laughs> yes. And so, like, if you were to turn around, it wouldn't be there because it's only existent behind you. Yes. Where you're not facing is the only place it could be. Mm-hmm. Unless it's in the grave that you're looking. You can see it in the grave. Yeah, if it's a dead person. No, it's just a dead person. Well, if you believe that dead person is also leaping out of its grave to attack people's back. It's not, though. There's some dead people who do it, too. Who they leap out of their grave onto people's back. Yeah. Is this, like, is there experiences about this? Oh, I don't know any. I don't know any. I do, I have found other experiences for other creatures, just not this one. Oh, I do know, though... That besides just carrying them to the churchyard to get rid of them off your back, you could also get rid of him, the leaper dude, by praying or by a spell. I don't know what spells or prayers gets him off your back, but the leaper could get off your back by prayers. I'm sure if you go ask a priest, he'll know. He knows about spells? He did. Look, Catholics made this too. They- <laughs> Anytime you oh, insert yes. religion into it and you could pray something away, Catholics made it up. I mean, it goes away once you get to the church, too. So yeah, there's I guess many incentives. We'll find out that the church makes these creatures. Yeah, there's probably a lab at the basement of the Vatican or some crap. Yeah, it's where they're keeping Jesus. Yeah, and they're just making these creatures all the time. Yeah, what? If anything, at some point, we should go, f- like, free Jesus or something. I don't know. What, what are they protecting him with? Probably with these creatures that they're making. Fair nah. enough, but we have the technology. Our superhuman versus their superhumans. Yeah. Hmm. But an interesting war. You could do it. Then there's a creature called the Night Waster. It's a very strange creature. It's recognized by it holding out the thumb of one hand in the other and walking around like that, only with its left eye open. Why? Because it's a weirdo. <laughs> I think it's also a dead person, too. But you could recognize it by because he's holding his thumb and what is it? His left eye is open while he's holding his one thumb in the other hand or something like that. <laughs> he has the ability to kill family members through magic. And it, while in his grave, he's like the clothes thing. He's a person in the grave sucking his clothes. But this one, after it eats its own clothes, it starts feeding on its own flesh. Gross. Gross. But at least it will be easy to find the one that's this creature killing your family or a person killing your family. I'm not sure if it's a creature or a person that you know. Or both. I guess your dead relative became a creature. None of it feels like they're creatures. They They just feel like dead people? They just sound like zombies. Like zombies? Maybe they're all zombies. But they could transform. So it doesn't sound like any of them have transformed in these examples. What the There's... leaper dude transforms into werewolves. Fair enough, he transforms. This other guy is just a guy. He seems like a guy. He seems like he's just a guy. Actually, this one is just a guy. I don't know he how he got here. But <laughs> he's just a guy that I thought was interesting. All right, I made a lot of friends with shape-shifting bloodsuckers, and he happened to not be one. But he does suck blood. Or I guess not really, because he's sucking... The soul out of his family members. And eating himself. And eating himself. Good times. And it also feeds off the gr- off the bodies of other corpses. Because that's cool. I guess, yeah. And he also mates with women who are dead from childbirth. 
I don't understand mating. Like, he's having children with these dead women, I guess. He sounds like a creature, doesn't he? Or he's still a zombie now. I mean, as soon as he starts mating, that goes out the window. The fact that he could mate is way off. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, so while he's eating his own clothes and his own flesh, his family members are becoming, are dying off, getting, losing their life, and it's getting stronger. And then it becomes a wingdingo. Was it the wingdingo? One of them, those creatures that were like, you need to be strong. And then it be- you become that thing. You're telling me the goal of this creature <laughs> is to make a family, get an in-home gym, work out daily till he gets shredded. And once he's shredded, he can transcend into Wendigo. Yes. And I think it was the Weshuge. The Weshuge. Yeah, it's the Weshuge. It was the Weshuge. And it's possible to find this dude by the sound of sucking it makes. Because it has the thumb, I guess, also. No, I guess that's sucking of its own clothes. Yeah, so if you hear sucking in the graveyard, it's probably the night wash waster. Or necrophilic blowjob. Or that. Oh my gosh, it could be that with his dead wife. Oh. It could just be some random straggler (laughs) made it into the graveyard, dug up a recently dead body and blew him. Well, and then that's how these stories were made. Yep. I don't. (laughs) You do not have to be bitten to become one of the night wasters. If a child was born with part of that sack thingy on his head, then you just have to feed him the sack thingy so he doesn't have to become the creature after he dies. I don't know what the sack is called. The water sack? What? The the thing that the baby's born with? The placenta? Is it the placenta? Maybe. There's a sack that's with the baby when it's growing. Okay, there's some... Some things you can do to get rid of the night waster, which is placing a chunk of earth under his chin. Right. How would you get to him to do that? From hearing the sucking sound. You heard the sucking sound. You follow the sucking sound to the grave where the guy You follow the sucking sound to the guy who's going to try to kill you. (laughs) He's dead. Or he's pretending to be asleep with his one eye open and his thumb in his hand or whatever. (laughs) And you throw dirt in his under his chin. Or maybe you do this to every person that dies. To avoid so, To avoid the happening. transformation, yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. That makes more, more sense. sense. Okay. Placing a coin or stone in their mouth also. So I guess that will stop them from chewing with a coin or stone in their mouth. Tying a handkerchief around their neck. Or placing nets and stockings inside the grave. Nuts? Nets. Like, nets. Like tree nuts. Nets. Nets. What? Nets, like fishing nets. Got you. And that just tangles him up and then he's screwed? <laughs> I guess so. And the extreme ways to get rid of him is getting rid of his head, of course. That sounds pretty familiar. That's uh, All the bloodsuckers have that problem going on. Yes. Even though he's not really a bloodsucker, but you know, whatever. He's he's drinking life, so I guess he counts. He's, he's sucking on something. And that's the important part, right? <laughs> is he a shapeshifter? No, he's just a dead dude. He's a zombie. You could also drive a stake in its mouth. And you could fix the tongue so it won't move around. Okay. Those are the extremes. <laughs> but back to shape-shifting creatures. There's a guy called the Shanchan. He's a sorcerer from Chile or Argentina. And he transforms into a bird. And the birds are called... Shonshon. And he turns himself into a bird by using a magical cream on his throat that removes his head, and then the head becomes the creature. Amazing. Yes. I would like to know how he doesn't bleed out. The cream is magical. Right. The magic of the cream is... Like, I guess, not letting his body bleed out. Like, with his head out. Would we be able to see into his body? I imagine no. I imagine the cream is just like covering that whole thing up and you only see cream. You only see cream. <laughs> yes. And the this creature has the shape of, a, of course, a human head with feathers and claws. Its ears become extremely large to be used as wings. Like a bird. Like a really strange, really horrifying bird. Yes, it sounds pretty it's bad. It's a human head with feathers, 
claws <laughs> and wings. Okay. But yes, but these are sorcerers. These are real people who are just deciding I'm going to become this thing. They do it for evil because these are evil sorcerers, of course. It gives them the ability to drink blood from the ill and sleeping people. And I think that gives them more power. They do that for more power. Interesting that only from people who are sleeping or dead. Ill. Ill. People who are ill or sleeping. Fair. Yeah. That's interesting. Very vampiric. Ah, okay. Very Dracula-esque. Sneak into your bed while you're knocked the fuck out. Prey on you. You don't even know what happened until the morning when you just got two dots on you. Yeah. It's strange because it should be invisible, so I don't know how they know that it looks like a bird. But I'm guessing they found dead versions of it, and that's how they know. Because it's invisible, and the only way you can tell that it's near is because it makes a cry. <laughs> toot, toot, toot. If you hear that, run. No. It makes a weird sound. And it's supposed to predict death of a loved one. So maybe it's hunting someone near you, and that's why you hear it. And then you know, oh no, I had to watch out for my ill or sleeping lover. <laughs> That's weird, because if you uh, hear it, there's no way you know what it is, because you've never seen it, but so know that's what you're hearing. <laughs> yes. You know something bad's gonna happen. I guess you at least know that much. Do you, though? Is it more like, what the fuck was that? Maybe. But there's people who have caught it. There's people who have caught it, somehow. So they got proof this thing exists? Yes, of course. <laughs> Maybe. So, in order to repel... This thing, there's some things you can do, which is draw the Solomon seal on the ground, laying out a waistcoat in a specific manner, and reciting certain phrases or hymns. Is that religious? This is like a religious ceremony you gotta do. And then it will be repelled by you. It'll force the Shunshun to leave or to fall to the ground where it could be destroyed, which I guess is a goal to destroy it, right? Unless you just want to abandon it. If you just abandon it, it will come for revenge, though. So I would say destroy it. It'll hunt you down if you ignore it? Yes. Actually, if you kill it, its friends might hunt you down. So that's a toughie. <laughs> if the headless body of the sorceress is found, turning it onto its stomach prevents the Shunshun to return to it. I don't know why, but um, yes, if you put the body... Yeah, if you, I wonder how the body's laying. Is it standing or sitting? But if you place it on its stomach, the head can't go back. I don't know why. I feel like it just needs to like fight the right spot. Like unless you're covering the neck somehow by laying it on its stomach. I don't know. My imagination's not very well because <laughs> I can't see what's stopping the bird from going back to the neck of a person whose stomach is on the ground. The cream is in the way. The cream is in the way? Yeah. Of what? The one that made his head come off. The cream is in the way. No, I don't understand. <laughs> no. Isn't the cream covering the whole thing? Yes. Well, of the neck, that's all I know. Right. The cream is in the way of the bird. The bird is the head. Yes. So you're telling me the bird isn't covered in cream so I can look up and just see into the skull? <laughs> Maybe. No. But I'm trying to imagine. Okay, the... The, be the the neck is still out while you're laying down, whether your stomach is... But the cream is in the way. <laughs> Do you not understand? <laughs> what are you talking about? You said the cream blocks the whole area so that we can't see into the body from the top. Yeah. And the same applies to the head, theoretically. So the cream is in the way, and that's why laying the body on its stomach stops the bird. In any position, that bird can't come back because the cream oh, so is in the way. <laughs> oh, in any position. Then what's the point? Okay, whatever. To become a permanent bird. Nah. You could also yell at it, come back tomorrow for more for some salt. And then the next day, he'll come to you in its human form to ask for salt. And then you'll know he's the bird. So he's not really a sorcerer at that point, is he? He's really like some kind of dude stuck in a pattern. It sounds like a vampire counting those um, rice. No, it doesn't. It sounds like you've staged some like setup and he like has to participate. Like the vampire counting, like he has to participate in the counting of things. I guess. Well, one time there was a case where someone did ground one of the birds from using 
while he d- he did the Solomon seal thing, that that weird chant thing, and it caused the large bird to fall out of the sky, and they they fed the bird to the dog, and then the belly of the dog grew into the shape of a face. And that's how they knew. And then later, um, the local grave digger said some unknown people came to bury a headless body. Interesting. So it it's it's out there. But I think I would just ask it to come back tomorrow for some salt. And then put it in a cage. And then put it in a cage. Well, then his friends will come. I don't know. Put them in a cage. Put them in a cage. Okay. That's huge. Open a bird sorcerer zoo. Yes. See if I can learn some of their magic. Like, they have to have more magic, right? Yep. Can't just be about drinking blood. You keep promising to let them go if they teach you magic. Yes. Then there's Coco, who's a shapeshifter, too. That's unknown, but, like, the whatever the original form is unknown. But it could... There's so many stories of what it looks like. A dragon, werewolf, ghost with a skull-like pumpkin head. A ghost monster. It's a ghost monster. That's what I think it is. Okay. Why? I don't know. The way they describe it is very... They they compare it to the boogeyman because they scare their children with the Coco. Yeah, what a name, Coco. It doesn't sound very scary, but this Coco creature lives in many, many countries. Hispanic countries. In Spain, Portugal. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Is it Coco for a fact? It's not Cuco? Oh, Cuco. It could be Cuco. I don't know, it's spelled Coco, but I think it's said in, it could have had many different spellings. Oh, El Cuco? Is that, that that's what you're talking El about? El Cuco, yeah. Yes, Cuco, okay. As well as El Cucuy. El Cucuy, yes. So you heard of this because it's a Spanish yes. creature. It's the literal Spanish translation of the boogeyman. The boogeyman, that's what I said. Yeah. Okay, the boogeyman, yes. But have you, like, when you heard about it, what did he sound like? How was he described to you? He's basically Slenderman. Slender Man. Ooh. Yeah. He's some sort of shadowy figure, uh, a horror you could not describe. He's always in dark places. Uh, he shows up when you least suspect him, usually when you're by yourself. Um, yeah. Basic boogeyman things. He'll snatch you up. Yeah. He likes to take the shapes of shadows, dark shadows, to kidnap children, specifically. Does he eat those children? Basically hiding in the closet or under the bed. Oh, yeah, but, and, yeah, the thing about this thing, I don't know if he sucks the blood out of the children, but he definitely eats those children. He kidnaps them and eats them. That's believable. If they're bad. Because I think that's what the parents say. If you're, if you're bad, the, the coco will get you, the coco. Yeah, the boogeyman's gonna get the, you. Yeah, the boogeyman. Yeah, so you have to be good and he won't get you. So he's a child eater and a kidnapper. <laughs> it's said to be out on, it hangs out on rooftops looking out for misbehaving children like Santa Claus. I feel like a lot of people work with Santa. Yeah. Sometimes it's also described as a hairy monster. That it's Because it's in so many... It's weird that it's the same creature, but because it's in so many different countries, all Spanish countries, it maybe it takes forms of different things in each country. It is a shapeshifter. So, so. it's regional. Like, that's expected. Yeah. One origin story of the cuckoo that i found it might not be the real origin story like there's probably no origin story for this guy but one of them was that a man was sick with tuberculosis he was looking for a cure so he looked for a healer and she told him the cure was drinking the blood of children and rubbing their fat on his chest then he started kidnapping kids and drinking their blood so there you go he is a blood drinker so if, if this he was story real, was he'd be the first person to test out adrenochrome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And it turned him into some sort of freak of nature. Yeah. He walks up and down streets with a black bag looking for children. And that's that's all I know about him. You know more about him than I do. But I guess you only know one version of him because there's so many different versions of him. But he looks like Slenderman in Is yours? It, all the versions are more or less the same thing. Yeah. They're pretty closely related. But you don't know what he did with those children? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, I'm saying he's a blood sucker. Then there's the Lagahu, who is a cousin to the French and Germanic werewolf. It's a shapeshifter from Trinidad and Trobago. Lagahu. Lagahu. Interesting. And, and it looks like a wolf or some shit. 
No, I wish. I wish he did, but by day, he's a normal man. But by night, he is headless, and he roams the night with a wooden coffin on its neck. And he also has chains around his neck, which change sizes. And, like, one of his appendages is turned backwards, which is very werewolf. Maybe an arm or a leg is backward for some reason. I don't think to hide a tail or anything. Maybe he's, like, a retarded werewolf. This is actually really interesting. I've heard about something similar to that. And it's, uh, you can actually, I think there was a movie with one of these in there. Really? Um, I think it was the 13th ghost that there was, uh, the jackal. It was a ghost with like a, a coffin on its head, essentially. Oh. And it's all contorted. It's the one that walks all weird and shit. Hmm. It it was probably based on this guy. Could definitely be. Interesting. But he could also shapeshift into various animals, including horses, pigs, and goats, and centaurs, or a creature that's similar to a centaur. So, Pretty much anything, it seems. Yeah. And he's a bloodsucker, but he doesn't suck the blood out of humans, which I guess is a good thing, because he is horrifying. The description of him is just, I wouldn't want to see that. I really wouldn't. But he likes cows and goats. That's cool. He's the, uh, the good guy. He's like the chupacabra? More or less, yeah. The chupacabra isn't out there eating people. Yeah, but if he's eating your farm animals, you might want to kill him. Why don't you just raise a couple of farm animals for him? That's cool, too. Try to get him to out his people and create a community where they protect your farm. And in return... You feed them? You feed them. That's awesome. Yes, let's do that. But if you do want to kill him, you can beat him with a stick that has been anointed with holy water and holy oil. For nine days. To kill the creature, you have to beat him with a stick that's been in holy water for nine days. That's very church-related. Man. They're all church The Catholic Church designs monsters. Yes. And while you're beating it, it changes into other creatures. Like a dog, a horse, cat, pig. It even changes into a thunderous waves of water. And finally disappears into a black mist. And then then you're dead. Then it's dead. It's very interesting transformations. I feel like we heard a ghost story of, was it transformations or it was just things crossing the road after the other and it was just different? Yeah, it was a ghost story. Yeah. Okay. It was like a guy crossed the road chased by a ghost or something, an old man. No, he was chasing a chicken or some shit, right? Yeah, a chicken and a dog and a cat and all that. I don't know. It was a child story. I don't know what was happening. But yes, this creature has that same type of thing going on. But It was on a Clinton death. Road story, I believe. No. It was a it was different a road. Different road. It was yeah. a different road. Yeah. Then there's this other thing. We'll call him One Foot. Well, actually, his name... I guess if you translate it, it's one foot in Spanish. Pata sola. Pata sola. Yeah, pata sola. Pata sola. Pata sola. Well, that's a South American monster. She lives in the jungle. She appears to men in the middle of the wildness, and she lures them into the jungle to eat them, to reveal her true form. We know her true form, at least. Like, she looks like a woman, but she's really a one-legged creature with vampire-like lust for human flesh and blood. And she attacks them and devours their flesh and sucks the blood out of her victims. Very she's vampire-y. She's like a succubus. Yes. But she's... Or a siren. A siren. A mermaid. Oh, a mermaid. But she's not in the water. Yeah, it's an out-of-water mermaid. Yeah. Do they drink blood? Oh, man. Mermaids? Kind of, yeah. Succubus? No, not succubus. What was the other word? Sirens? Sirens. Sirens, succubus, succubus, and mermaids all. Half of those things are ghosts. Ghosts? Yeah, incubus and succubus are ghost creatures. Those aren't ghosts. They are. I thought they were. No, those are monsters. Those are monsters? I thought those were ghosts. I thought they were monsters. Really? Because I've... Well, from ghost shows... There have been men who've been haunted by succubus. Was it the ghost adventure guys? No, no. It was us um, people telling their ghost stories of the haunted house that they lived in or whatever. Oh, my God. No. And the way that these creatures are described are like ghosts, but stronger, I guess. <laughs> stronger. No. Best case scenario, it's, it's a like demon. A, oh, yeah. Like a demon. But I guess in a way, it looks like a ghost piece. It looks like nothing. <laughs> Because you can't say you see a ghost. 
No, they, these things are visible. These things are visible? You, a succubus, an incubus, like mermaid, sees, and like, a siren a are physical things you see. Okay. But they're not physically in your house. Like, they're physical bodies hiding in your house. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes. In fact, specifically for the mermaid and the siren. Well, yes, I know those two. Yeah. A group of people see them, yeah. Yeah, those are more monster-like. Right. While the other two, I thought, were more ghost-like, which their bodies aren't really physical. No, I think their bodies... Look it up. I think their bodies are physical. Now, Google Succubus to confirm on the opposite end. It says Succubus here, too. Female counterpart Succubus. Okay, so it's a demon. It's a physical thing. But it's not... I mean, like, yes, but no, because, like, you wake up and then it's not there. You know? Right. It goes like this. You're at a bar. You see a really hot chick. The boys also see the really hot chick. You and the boys are like, yo, I'm gonna go flirt with that girl, get her a drink and everything. Yes. And you but do, and you take her home, and you do whatever, except at some point you black out. You wake up, she's gone. Everybody saw her. She wasn't not there. She was physical but and present. But for that guy that that happened to, she wasn't there. She was there, but then she disappears like a ghost. He didn't pick her up anywhere. She was just in living in his house. He was probably dealing with some other shit that wasn't an inc- a succubus. I don't know. I think they're more complicated. It's a demon. Yeah, demons could have ghostly bodies, can't they? I don't know. I don't know. Like, they don't physically, or they don't have to physically be in your house, do they? I don't know. Whatever, yes. Okay, let's continue. (laughs) That'll be for another episode, maybe. Who knows? Then there's the Striga, who is a vampire witch that sucks blood of infants at night while they're sleeping and then they they like to turn into uh, insects to go in to sneak into the house of the child and to protect yourself from the the shriga you have to make a cross out of pig bone and place it at the entrance of a church on easter sunday to so that the shriga cannot leave but i guess you're somehow supposed to know that it's in there what's it doing in the church hmm entrance of the church I guess it lives in your church. Then they could be captured and killed like any other thing. But also to protect yourself from this creature, you could put a silver coin in the blood that it drank from and wrap it in clothing and then that thing, it protects you from the creature. Once you wrap it up, you could wear as jewelry to protect yourself from the creature. That's a really cool way to make an amulet. (laughs) Yes. From blood? Yeah. I wonder if the blood stays soaked on the coin or something. Like, it's magical blood now. I mean, you wrapped it. You wrapped it, yeah. Yeah. So, in the legends, only the witch could cure those she drained their blood. And if she doesn't... Oh, the way she cures people that she's bitten is by spitting in their mouth. And if she doesn't do that, they'll just get sick and die. And the these witches aren't born, but they become one because... Either she is childless or is made evil by envy. And a strong belief in God could make people immune to the witch. He could protect them. Sounds very, how do I put it? Consistent. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Very consistent. (laughs) You believe in God, you pray, you go to church. All these monsters will fuck off. Mm -hmm. There's something going on there. Yeah, always. They're responsible for all the creatures. Or they got packs with all these creatures. They got packs. They're making these creatures. We Maybe got the they proof. are the creatures. Maybe they are the creatures. Like those those sorcerers that become birds. Maybe they're becoming all these other things. We don't know that. Then there's this bloodsucker in Mexico. It's like a vampire or a witch that lives with its human family. And they have to keep his secret... Because if it dies, someone else in the family, I think, turns into this vampire witch creature. It can change form by detaching their bodies from their legs, which they leave in the house. So strange. I think the transformation is of a goat. He needs to feed off of blood once a month or he'll die. And he wants to suck the blood of babies at night. It sucks the blood of babies. That's actually the closest one to a vampire I've heard so far where not drinking blood will kill it. Yeah. Oh, most of these creatures are female. And so I'll say she. She's born with the curse and can't avoid being this vampire creature because it's in the, I guess, the family line, which we were talking about 
what if we went to a country and tried these things? What would we become? So what if we did have the blood of a werewolf and that's how we become a werewolf? We don't know that. Like a bite helps speed up the process of becoming the thing we already had in us. Yeah. Maybe it's just easier for these vampire creatures to do it. And the victims that were killed by these creatures have bruises on their upper body. And they hunt mostly in cold and rainy weather. I don't know why specific weather, but they got rules. Maybe they're like vampires. They're, they sound, you said like vampires, so it makes sense. Yeah, they might just be avoiding daylight. Yeah, because they hunt at night too, so night, cold, and rainy weather. They fly from village to village as a turkey. Best transformation. While the vampire is over here being douchey, I'm a bat, bro. Look how cool this motherfucker's like, I'm a gorgeous turkey. That's Look not the only thing it could fly as. That's a pretty cool one, but there's even a cooler one. It can fly as a flying fireball. A fireball. That's pretty hardcore. I would never <laughs> use the turkey form. You never use the turkey form. I will be a fireball forever. Because uh, everybody just thinks it's a shooting star or a meteor or some shit. But also it likes to be a, a donkey, so it could scout out the victims. I guess that's the best form it takes, the donkey. You don't want to be a donkey? Just blend into plain sight? Yeah, that's very sneaky. But you could tell that the animal is this creature because it has a glowing aura. Making... Everything we've just discussed, useless. Yes. A glowing turkey. That's some sort of monster. Yeah. And it smells like blood. (laughs) Mad impractical. uh, Yes. Like, well, we talked also about that. They're trying their best to take the shape of the forms, but some of them might not be as good as others. Yeah. So maybe these are like, they're almost there. Just a few more tries and they'll get it. They got it. They almost got it. Like, maybe being in the bloodline helps them get better at this thing of shape-shifting or whatever is happening. But it sounds like these creatures aren't even related to the other creatures we discussed. Like, these seem like whole other things. Dead people and shit like that. Like, zombies. They don't even sound like... Some of these people aren't even, like, fast or anything. They're just, like, zombies. They're, like, zombies, but they could transform. That's the important thing. One of them couldn't. Except for one of them, yeah. He snuck in. Interesting. They could all transform. But can they all transform to anything, or are a lot of them bound to one form? Hmm. I'm not sure. Um, are these their do. famous forms? I think these are their famous forms. Like the cuckoo, the coco? Cuckoo. The cuckoo. He doesn't have any. Like, he has so many forms. One of them was a dragon for some reason. There was like, he could do whatever. Except for for some reason, it's kind of wild what he could become hairy monster yeah that's pretty cool though so they are just definitely shapeshifters at the end of the day yeah and the first one we talked about he turns into a werewolf but he could also just turn into a lady (laughs) he could be sneaky if he wants to he just feels like i I guess being a werewolf is just easier because you can run after the person yeah it must also be funner it's fun (laughs) yeah it could be funner too because you can't kill that creature so that creature doesn't have a weakness to death like, there's nothing. It's not like the vampire that you can kill it in certain ways. That one, you can't at all. So, it's just having fun. Yeah, it's just doing whatever the hell it wants. Yeah, my leaper buddy. Oh my gosh. This is going to be suspicious, but... To enter the house, it must fly over the roof and take the shape of a cross. To enter a house? Yep, to enter a house. It must fly over the roof as a cross? take the shape of a cross like fly around in a cross like shape oh shit like it's doing that weird man at this point like a bunch of catholics got together like catholics are monsters they're literal monsters and the symbols and crap that they teach and the prayers and shit it's all just to benefit them they're making these monsters these monsters are the same it's not making them they are they the are monsters. They are there. They're yes. the people who found Jesus, captured him knowing that he has a direct link with God, crippled him so that he couldn't move and slowly siphon his power to turn themselves into these monsters that then wreak havoc on the world. Yes. This is happening. What are we going to do? We got to tell the QAnon guys. Oh, they all love this. Oh my gosh. This is... Man, if you can tell Alex Jones about this. I know. He'd love this. Alex Jones. I love that man. Yeah. 
He's my everything. <laughs> He's your everything. Okay. And then it sneaks into the house as a fly. And when it enters the room, the house, it becomes a mist to paralyze everyone. Sounds like a vampire does that, doesn't it? Or at least it has that ability of paralyzing people. Turning into a gas, yeah. On a gas? Okay. It became a mist? A mist. Yeah, that's very vampire. And then once inside, she turns back into a turkey and sucks the victim's blood. How crazy of an experience <laughs> is this? A weird cloud starts leaking like it's a gas. You think you're being gassed right now. You yes. look at your door. Oh, my God. What's <laughs> happening? Is there a fire outside? Mm-hmm. Mist starts coming in and like filling up and you're like, oh, my God, are we going to burn to death? And then the mist just starts to gather. It doesn't spread out anymore. And then it starts to solidify and boom, out comes a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yes. And then she goes to the baby and she has a needle like tongue and the tongue starts just drinking the baby's blood and you're watching this yes in shock <laughs> in shock and you're like aliens yeah at that point okay so there's some ways to protect yourself and your baby from this creature if you want you could leave sharp objects under the crib like a knife scissor needles pins that seems really dangerous for the baby too it's like, under the crib. It's under, yeah. But what if the baby decides to get out of its crib and then starts playing with these things? Maybe you've created a serial killer. <laughs> Making a cross out of the safety pins on your garments will help. Putting a mirror, dirty shorts, or soiled diapers near the bed will help. Only onions and garlics can ward off attacks. Very vampire-y. Very vampire -y. Also, you can, in theory, jizz in your underwear and then <laughs> slap it on the crib. <laughs> Be like, you're safe, baby. <laughs> yes. And you can wrap your baby in a tortilla and tuck them into blankets and clothing. Yeah. Protect yourself with tortillas. Really? Yes. Where the <laughs> fuck? What? Tortilla? Wow. So, like, turning your child into a taco is safe. Yes. Turning your child into i feel like that would make it more craving like he'll want the baby more it would make it more craving towards <laughs> a human who wants tacos <laughs> okay not towards a bird who's usually inside the tacos oh okay it's like no i understand the pain i must free this baby i must free this baby he's normally inside the taco oh the turkey okay so she has memories of what it's like to be a turkey being murdered no she knows that this happens oh okay and she sympathizes because <laughs> of her people oh okay so what's really killing these babies there's been so many cases there was like there was a doctor who went through these cases to find out what happened to these babies there was like 40 babies dead and the victims didn't lose any blood, but what killed them was no oxygen. Asphyxiation killed right. the babies. Yeah, most of the babies probably died by accident. Probably. Yeah, because the way they were laying on the baby might have killed the baby. It was, And then, like, I guess after, um, what's it called? After heaters and stuff like that, things to warm your home happen these things stopped happening because it was mostly during winter time when it was super cold and then you'd want to huddle with your baby and then that would kill your baby. But once um, that kind of stuff was made, you could warm up your house. You don't have to be next to your baby or try to warm your baby with a bunch of blankets and then the blankets kill the baby and then no more babies die in. Yeah, uh, it seems like most creatures were created around the time that the Catholic Church could just say random shit and people would eat it. And as well as when situations were so crappy that people didn't want to take blame for things that they were clearly doing or scared of and yes. us monsters. Yes. Also, people had to take it because they would kill them and say, you're a witch. Yes. And then burn you at the stake. Good old Catholic so Church ways. You had to take it. <laughs> yep. So I guess that's it for now. I hope you like these stories from my friend. Leaper. Is that his name? Leapy. I think I named him Leapy, but I changed it to Leaper, so there you go. And he told you about all these creatures, so he's basically a rat. Yes, because I fed him some of our employees. Fair enough. Good trade-off. Good trade-off. That's what the subhumans are here for. Yep. They are willing. They just stand by and they're like, yes, sir. Yeah, they didn't care. They were happy. They'll never care. They're just here to please us. Yep. 
Those overpowered, hyper-intelligent, super-physically-peaked monster retards. Yes, but they're beautiful. Flawlessly beautiful. They're immaculate. It's ridiculous. Yes. But they're brain dead. Anyways, we are definitely out of time here, so uh, we'll have to hear the rest of your friend's story some other time. Awesome. Yes, but uh, if you guys like conversations of this nature, if you like listening to us talk about creatures, there's many creature episodes. Go back and catch up on all the creature episodes. Creatures of all types, all shapes and sizes, all shape-shifting sizes and types. And bloodlusting. Yes. So you can totally find all that good stuff on the official website, graythoughts.info, or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcast. And you can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at JustConvoPod. Yes. And remember to subscribe and rate the show. And if you feel so inclined, we would adore a review. And let someone who might like this show know about it. Yes, the power of word of mouth is almighty. So if you tell somebody to kindly listen and tell them why, they'll be like, okay. And then the community grows. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Shaggy if you wanted though. No. Yes. Because Chuck Norris only really dwells in the realm of paradoxes. Yes. But that's why he wins. He would have to paradoxically win. Yeah. That's not a real victory. That's a technicality. So? I think that's fair. Like in a fight, Shaggy would win. No, he wouldn't. In a fair, non-counterintuitive fight, he would win. Yes, I guess he would. But that doesn't make him God. That does make him He's God. He's just really strong. He could be God in a fist fight. He's just really strong. That's At 1%, what does more percent look like? I don't know. Google it. What are the powers of Shaggy? Let's break this you down. You think he has powers? Shaggy has powers. He, Ch- Shaggy definitely has powers. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black. I'm Rob. I'm Slim. And I'm the Slambagini himself, baby! Yeah! The Rob and Slim Show is a weekly comedy show with an hour and a half of happy horseshit, followed by four half-hour interviews with actors, authors, and more. Scott Bale loves us. And I smear shit on my stomach in the bathtub! Fuck yeah! Catch us live every Wednesday, 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on IPMNation.com forward slash live2 or Facebook.com forward slash Robin Slim. Or listen to the Robin Slim Show on Podbean or iTunes, baby! Yeah! I just shit my fucking pants!